0: Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. I'm your host, Steve Napleton. This show is for C-level executives, entrepreneurs, coaches, consultants, and speakers who have found success, but they don't have the life that they want. On this weekly show, we're going to be talking about business skills to have more business while we design our ideal life and have more life. More business, more life without sacrifice. Welcome to the show. Welcome to More Business, More Life podcast. And today, my guest is Yasmin Nguyen, and he is going to share how he went from having five different businesses, not even sure if he wanted to live any longer, to now leading the Joyful Living Project and living you know, some of the most joy in his life. And how did he make that transition? We're going to really explore that today. Yasmin, it's so great to have you back on the
1: show today. Oh man, Steve, so good to see you. And thank you so much for having me on the show. It's such a privilege to be here. It's it's my pleasure. It's a treat to get to
0: talk to you. And you were on an earlier show with my show when we were doing them all on video. And so now we're really going deeper into the podcast realm so I can have more people like you on more frequently because we're not always in the same city and it's hard to get on camera together sometimes. And, you know, I guess, you know, just to kick it off so people can get to know you a little bit, and then I'm sure we'll go to a lot of different areas. But one of the big reasons that we've been attracted to have you on the show and more than once is because of how you live and the choices that you've made. And I know it's been almost two years now that you've been doing the Joyful Living Project, where you went from having, you know, entrepreneurial career, multiple businesses, working like a crazy madman to like, hey, there's got to be a better way to live and you've spent the last 2 years traveling around all over just spreading joy and i think i we last did our interview right when you were starting this is that
1: is that right absolutely in fact san francisco was the very first city and you were i think we connected the first 3 weeks of this journey so just at the very beginning and ever since then it's it's been an incredible exploration across America and even to a few international destinations, too. And I would say that uh, it's, it's been one of the greatest, most memorable experiences in my life. And I'm, I'm excited to share some of the, the insights and things that I've, I've uh, experienced along the way.
0: Well, yeah that and I'm and that's definitely what we're here for, brothers, to hear those insights because what a dramatic difference. So maybe let's first start off talking about that difference. So you know you you've now taken you know so much uh, choice in your life to kind of in a way liberate yourself to just go and be and not just be for yourself, but like to just spread this good news and good word around the, around the world, as you said, like even internationally. So what triggered this? I mean, like, so let's go back. Maybe if you can share just a couple steps back that, you know, because if I remember correctly, you have multiple businesses working so many hours, right? Maybe let's, I know it's not as fun to talk about, but let's go back there for everyone to hear the transformation that you've come from.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, if we were to rewind the the clock way back when I uh, was five years old, my family had just come to America. We had immigrated from Vietnam and, and really escaping the war that uh, was going on back in the 70s. And And growing up as an immigrant child, I, I found that I never really felt like I fit in. And part of my way of really uh, adapting to that and trying to fit in was, was to achieve. That was really my sense of of getting a lot of uh, self worth and recognition, and so that continued most of my life being, you know, really high achiever, successful, working hard all the time, and and eventually also realizing that the the corporate track just wasn't the place that was aligned with who I wanted to be in the life I wanted to live, and so over the last twenty years or so, I, I you know pursued the entrepreneurial track and and have f- tried to chase a lot of different opportunities, varying degrees of success with. Businesses from web and marketing company to a social club to a food business to being a landlord and, and really about six years ago hitting that wall, realizing that, uh, that I was completely burnt out and, and, and just didn't really know what I wanted to do and and was at a state where my health, my relationships, and and everything was really suffering. And uh, to the point that I actually had a moment where I was considering um, just taking my own life. And it, it was one of those moments that really woke me up to press the pause button and saying, hey, what do I need to do to really reconnect with myself and that was when I started practicing this idea of going out to the Oregon coast because I had lived in Portland Oregon and over the course of the next year or so every week I made it a a personal practice to create that space to take that time off to spend time reconnecting with nature and doing some reflection and practicing gratitude and 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 really choosing that space so that I could uh, realign um, where I wanted to go and and that started this this eventual journey that uh, has led me to travel around the country. Was uh, around last year, not last year, two years ago. Was I just had, I was having a, a casual meeting with my business coach, and and the idea of traveling just kind of popped in my head, and I started to reflect on, well, where do I want where do I want to be a year or two years from now? And I realized that exactly where I was was not where it wanted to be, and and so I made a decision to. Give up my apartment, put stuff into storage, and hit the road. Not really knowing exactly where I was going to be, what I was going to do, but knowing that that was part of the the experience. That was part of the life journey to really discover what the next step is. And so many amazing things have come from that. Wow. it's so so beautiful, brother.
0: So the th- and thanks for uh, sharing that, Yasmin. I think that I'm mo- I'm most curious, and for for all the listeners out there is when you made that choice, so there you are. And, and there's so much you said. I mean, oh my gosh, we could talk about all of this because actually I'm going to go one more back and then we'll come to my question I was just about to ask you, but is yeah. this achievement thing because I've been reading more about that. You know, it is a thing to belong, right? And sometimes when we don't feel like we belong, then a quest to be an achiever to kind of show, hey, I can contribute, I can do this is is kind of in lieu of... and. And everything I've read about it, the more you achieve doesn't really solve that. You know, so is, and is that I'm assuming that's what you found. You're shaking your head. No, but that's what you found as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like this insatiable beast that you keep having to feed, you know, you just achieve and then what's next and what's next. And then you throw on top of that social media and all these things where now you're playing this game of comparison as well too. And so it's just this ongoing, uh, hamster wheel that really I I found that it's sometimes you just have to get off of that disconnect and really find out what's really important. You know, what's really important for for me and, and where does that joy come from? Where does, where does that life, where does that connection, what's most important? And, And I think that unless we create that space, that pause to do that, it's so easy to get caught up in that that spiral, you know, that uh,
0: that, uh, that wheel. Like a hamster wheel, yeah. Like, and this mm-hmm. happens so often. It, it could be so many different things of achievement. You know, like so, some people come to me and they, they've made millions of dollars and, and they, you know, it's the idea that if I achieve this or I have this money or I reach this position, I become CEO, I build a company with so many XYZ employees or whatever, anything you put that label on, and go for it and then so many people i find i find that they get there and they're like uh what it's it's like that it'll give you that thing that you're driving for that that in this case the sense of belonging and then it's like oh no that didn't solve it so then so you either just keep going forward and, and achieve the next thing and the next thing and then you're on the wheel like you're talking about or you wake up like you have and say wait a minute this isn't allowing me to find what i want."
1: Yeah. And I think it boils down to this lack of something and in some case, belonging, some case, worthiness. But even you take that a step further. And I remember when we first met, you had asked this question, what is having that do for you? And what is having that do for you? What is having that do for you? Well, if you ask that enough times, for me, I, I've discovered that it boils down to just being loved and feeling loved. If I'm worthy of enough though I belong then I'll be loved you know and, and if I achieve enough then and it gets to feeling loved and sometimes this comes from within ourselves
0: but yeah I, I, and I would probably say almost always right like at some level you have to love yourself to be loved any, anywhere mm-hmm. else and no matter what uh, we do no matter how much you try to fill it up with anything else it doesn't replace that and and you're right that's my favorite magical question uh, what will having that do? for you is such a great way to dive. And great memory, by the way. At that It has that um, ability. And that's what I always say. Whenever I set a goal for myself or when I'm working with a client or anyone, it's like, whatever I say, whatever comes out of my mouth, I'm like, oh, okay, well, we're well, having that to for you. And then you can get to the root of that. And sometimes you find you either are really close to having it or you already have it. I've even had people, they already have it and they're like, still going for that achievement. Uh, blind, blind that we already have that thing. And, and we thought that we had to have more money to have it when it really wasn't true.
1: Right. Yeah. I use that phrase all the time, by the way, all the time. So thank you for that gift.
0: Well, yeah. And and that comes from beyond me. So like, uh, you know, my teacher, Carl Bukai, who actually my first mentor Jeffrey Slater brought that into my world. Who was mentored by Carpool Guide, who later became my mentor as well and teacher. Who also learned that from old time neurolinguistics. So it comes from like handing the baton by handing the baton by handing the baton. So many uh, great people before us uh, brought these words to our our lips and tongue, and it's perfect. It's like a. Um, it's, I do say it's a magical question because it really truly is. It gets to the root in a very simple way. What will having that do for you gets you right to the depth of the emotion and allows you to discover? And I do ask that question, like you said, over and over. I ask it over and over until I get to where, what's the root? What's the root of what I want? Yeah. it's So let's go now. This is the question I was going to ask, but I had to like, I had to uh, talk about that first. So and we can even talk more about this we'll see where sure. this goes but the next thing that comes to my mind is how you made this decision because there you are mm-hmm. successful entrepreneur doing so many different things and you're let's just say you're on that wheel right you've mm-hmm. been running it for some time and then and i just have to slow down because you said it so fast and it just went by but you're like on a coaching call and then it's like oh why don't you just do this trip uh, was it that casual? And you're just like, no. oh, okay, I'll just sell it. I thought so. Okay, so tell yes. me the slowdown version of that yeah. moment because I think it helps everyone when we're making these big life decisions to live the life that we want. You know, there's. There's some story there. So, okay. So you, the first time you thought of this was on a call, or how? Tell me a little more.
1: So I was on a a one-on-one retreat with my business coach. We had driven from Portland to Victoria, Canada, and we spent the entire weekend in this in a nice little condo. And and I literally put up more than 250 Post-it notes on the wall. I was outlining, this is what I'm going to do with my speaking business, my my marketing business. And we had a whole plan worked out for the entire weekend. And and so we were getting, uh, we were waiting for the ferry to come back to the States. We were on the Canadian side and we're sitting there in our car and we were just having this casual conversation about friends that we knew that were working remotely at some uh, city or some destination. And I thought, wow, wouldn't it be great to spend maybe a few weeks or a month just working from somewhere? Then I I started to think, well, you know what? I can't decide on one place because there's so many places I'd love to visit. What if I were to spend uh, a month in a couple of different places? And then that was when reality kind of hit me like a big brick and said, well, that means I'd have to give up my apartment. And I, I've been in the comfort zone for at that point in time for about five years now in a place, everything felt comfortable. And, and I was in a routine and I thought, well, if I give up this, this apartment, then wow, I'm going to be homeless. And how am I going to make this work? And how am I going to make money? How? And that was when I just felt this feeling in my stomach. Like I, I was in a, almost in a panic attack. And I look over to my coach and said, Michael, I, I don't know what to do with this. What, like, I'm feeling this calling to to go on this journey and to possibly, I don't know how it's going to work. And so on the ferry ride, we just talked it through. And uh, by the time I got back home over the next week, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I thought, you know what? the The one decision that I have to make is, am I going to renew my lease or not? And that was going to happen in three months. And it took me about another week or two to figure out, you know what? I just have to do this. I just have to cut the cord. And regardless if I know exactly what I'm going to do and, and how things are going to move forward, I just need to make that decision. And the minute that I made that decision, I'm not going to renew my lease, then all the pieces just started falling into place. You know, back in the day when we used to have the radio and we had the dial and yeah. you know how, when you finally get it to the, just the right frequency, everything is crystal clear and aligned. And I kid you not—that's exactly how everything happened. I started to reflect on my body of work for the last fifteen years, all the relationships I've built around the country, everything, and it just all started to line up. And the only thing that was missing was what is what? Why am I doing this? What's the purpose? What's the mission? And and then I just had some clarity around joy. I want to I want to find out what joy is, and you know, for myself, but also to share. And that became the umbrella in which I created and the the birth of the Joyful Living Project, which was really taking a look at where we are in our lives today with everything that's going on and even more so today with all the, the stress, the suffering, the pain, the um, all of the things that we experience in life and our business too. And how can we discover moments and experiences of joy and how can we expand that and how can we uh, grow in our connections, being more together, having more fun, more freedom, all those things, and so that was my journey was to go and and discover that and figure that out, and 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 at the same time, as I mentioned earlier, the um, realizing that I didn't want to wake up a year from now and be in the exact same place. I wanted to be, I wanted to experience a different type of life, and that's what pushed me over the edge to make that decision. Yeah, that's one. Well, it's beautiful.
0: And and I I do have more follow-up questions, but I have to interject. That's one of the things that got Giovanni and I to work together because he has a project that we've kind of had in the background and and we are going to uh, uh, bring it up with the retreats that we do and everything. But he has something called Wanderworking, where uh, creating and facilitating and allowing this to become easier for other people to just take 30 days go to a remote place and then you know kind of like a concierge like where wonder working would take care of everything so that you could have a place to work you have a place to live you can also embrace the culture and it would be like a roaming service so like maybe you do it in costa rica one year then you do it in africa another somewhere in europe and then be able to um uh, you know contribute to that community wherever wherever we are and and then also have teachings for entrepreneurs and that's where Giovanni and I teamed up so that I could bring some of the training that I do and bring that bring that in so it's great that all three of us are here in this moment right now because what you've achieved and the things that we're working on again have so much overlap it's uh it's it's beautiful, man. It's
1: that's beautiful. that's really awesome. I can't wait to to hear more and, and see how that <laughs> evolves and how I can help too. Because uh, I've uh, through this journey, I've gotten connected with the whole incredible travel community, which is another amazing component to, to this.
0: Well, and it's a big part of what you're doing is traveling and then mm-hmm. bringing that forth. Yeah, so you know, you uh, you're you're completely right. We'll definitely have to connect further after this because mm-hmm. you have uh all kinds of opportunity to introduce uh for this for, for wander working to have facilities and all the things that you've now uh come play with. Maybe we'll maybe we'll uh move into
1: that as we progress through this uh oh and you know as travel is also evolving now as well too I, I think there's a sector that has great potential that's aligned with what we're doing here. And and I'd love to explore this more with my team here with with others that are aligned but a segment of what's you know we call transformational travel where you're not just visiting destinations but but you're really using that as a catalyst to really transform and to grow and to evolve and deepen relationships and and to enrich ourselves so that we come back a a, a better person and more energized and more connected and more meaningful life and and I think there's such potential to add another layer of personal growth and development into travel as well. And I think that's aligned with some of the things that it sounds like you're working on too.
0: It's absolutely aligned. And I just wrote that down, transformational travel. I don't think I've used those exact words, but I think every time that I travel in the way that I'm choosing to raise my children... So I Mm -hmm. think you remember we we homeschool the Mm -hmm. children and the main reason for that is that well one i didn't want to be that working dad which is what the family that i come through is a you know also we're italian immigrants uh you know a few generations back but they were they became workaholics like probably in that achievement thing right to to fit in because we weren't welcome in new york mm-hmm. at that time and when a lot of italians came and and i was in that same thing i was repeating this family pattern and then when I became a father, I was like, wait a minute, this isn't okay. And so part of it was to be with my kids. And because I'm a speaker and teacher and traveling, we've been able to combine all those. And to your point of growth and that transformation, it's absolutely true. Like for my children and for myself, it is a huge transformation. Um, every time I travel, I come back with better business plans, better business ideas. How am I? And all of my business is to help others. So, the more that I take care of myself and my own growth and the more I can help others. And it is, um, I always tell people they need to take more time off. Part of more business, more life. And we plan to certify companies. And in the next 10 years, we have a big goal of 100,000 companies. And one of the components and requirements is to work no more than 40 hours. In fact, we like to say less than 40 hours to have and also build revenue because what are the businesses going to want? They want to grow revenue. And then if they have growth from revenue, they can pay people more, hold on to their employees, provide that better life, and then take more holidays. That's actually part of it. Travel away, like not staycations, like just days off work. We're talking about actually empowering people to travel because when you do, and this is where it would be great to come back to How home. I'm sure there's so many things you've learned, but when you leave home and even just the story you just told, you just said you were like in Canada so not too far from home, but just the fact that you left and giving that space I guarantee if you were just having like a regular coaching call after a day's work you wouldn't have had this same contemplation so it is that a way that allows us to do something dramatically different changing our environment fo- focus on that to to create some sort of change inside of ourselves at a at a more rapid pace does
1: that does that make sense absolutely yeah yeah it's it's the environment impacts then not only the way that we think, but all how, also how we feel, and how we feel then activates our creativity and and all all these other possibilities. So it's getting out of that box physically and mentally. And speaking of that, getting out of the box. So okay, so I'm going to go
0: back to the story now. So you're back there. You're you you have um. You have three months to make this decision. It sounds like pretty quickly, like I think you said within a matter of a week or two, you've made the decision to just not renew the lease. Then if we slow down time even more, because I like to do this so that we all have that moment of, of fear popping up and all these things and cause us not to make decisions. So what was going on for the Yasmin? If you go back to that time and you're making that decision, I know that after that, everything started to flow your way. But before you open that portal, let's say, or whatever that was, you know what was going on for you to, to make that decision possible? Just
1: curious. Oh, man. I I know that the biggest concern was, how am I going to make a living? Because up until that point, a lot of my business was doing video production and also consulting and a few things that... A lot of things that were local there in Portland. And so how how am i going to make you know money how am i going to live which is you know, the survival piece but then beyond that uh where where am i going to live you know if i'm going to hit the road what am i going to do stay at hotels stay you know, with people I, and so there's all of these questions that i just didn't have answers to and and um and i also remember well what are my parents going to think what are my friends going to think it was it was all of these external uncertainty and questions. And, and I, I remember uh, continuing my practice of going out to the coast because that was my getting away to think, to, to connect with nature and to, in some ways, in, in a spiritual way, download some answers through meditation. And And it, it just started to shift for me in a way that I started to reflect on times in my lives where things just worked out where believing that it's going to be okay, releasing the attachment to exactly how it has to happen, it's always worked out. So then I started to ask myself, well, how is this any different? I packed up my car, drove across the country 15 years ago, not knowing how I was going to make it in Portland, Oregon, just because by visiting there, uh, my friend for a week, and here I am, 15 years later, with all these accomplishments and all these connections and all that, I did it before. How is this any different from that? And by reflecting on those previous successes, I, it gave me enough courage to just sign that piece of paper, turn it into the leasing office and saying, look, I'm not going to renew and it's going to work out. I don't know how, but it's going to work out. It's you know it's so
0: amazing reflecting on as I'm listening. I I believe this too. I think sometimes in our younger years we take on a little bit more risk, and as we get older, and not like it doesn't have to be like an old old man old woman thing. Like it's you know just even like ten years or like you said fifteen years later, we were in this uh, comfort, and I I find this a lot with my clients and even in myself and. Uh, before I rapidly started growth my growth plan uh, that i the process that I went through you you start to forget all the things that you've done in the past and even the way that we learn, you know, like I, I find that, you know, as we get really good at something or we become an expert in something that when you go to learn that next new thing, we're like, Oh, I, I I can't do that. Or I'm not good at it. And we forget how many years it took us to become the expert that we are. And, you know, it's like we all uh, crawled before we walked and, you know, it's, um, we can learn and we can continue to learn. So it, it's interesting. Um, how we put ourselves in that position that you had, and in in your case, there's no metaphor about it. You literally packed all your stuff up and traveled all the way across the United States, and then here you are making the plan to travel again, like literally, and uh, and then saying, wait a minute, I did this before. Why can't I do
1: it now? It's yeah.
0: so beautiful.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you know, if you've ever used binoculars before where you kind of zoom out, and when you zoom out, you like, oh, it's actually clear now. I think that zooming out piece. Was really looking at the last 15 plus years has actually been training me, getting me ready for this journey. All the relationships that I built, that I got a chance to reconnect with people as I traveled, all the, the knowledge and skills that I've developed, all these things that I've done. It's zooming out and seeing the bigger picture that it's not just in this one moment where I have to make this decision, but it's, it was the, in the bigger scheme of things, this is just the next logical step. It's so beautiful, and then you, uh, and then taking the importance
0: away. So let's pause real quick and take a break, and we'll be right back. I just want to give a big shout out to Pro Audio Voices. They help me with all of my podcasts and Becky and her team are just amazing. I've known them for years even before I started my podcast and that's why she was my go-to because not only does she help me sound great and produces the podcast so it's easy for me, I can do what I do best. I do the speaking and the interviewing and then they do all that background work to help get the podcast out there in the right way with the highest quality. But on top of that, what makes it most critical to me, for those of you that know me, wow, clients are important, wow, relationships are important and working with Becky and her team is definitely wow i get an amazing experience i get to work with amazing people a lot of love and hugs let's put it that way so if you want to work with great people and you want to get a podcast out and you want to let go of all the technology and the way that it's recorded so you can do what you do best then you definitely want to get a hold of pro audio voices and it's proaudiovoices.com and you'll be able to reach becky and her team and be able to let go of all that stuff so you can do what you do best and then delegate the rest This is something I'm still dealing with in my life. I think we all do. You know, We put so much importance and weight on some things. And the best way I've been able to train myself is to not get so caught up in the how. I think the weight and importance comes from like, okay, we have this idea. And especially if we're goal-oriented achievers, entrepreneurs, business people, they're in your career and you're like, okay, right away, what are the step-by-steps? How are we going to get there? And it's good. I'm not saying not to plan. I'm not saying that. But I am with you to relinquish the importance. And the more that I've done that, the other roads appear. So it's not giving up on the goal. It's giving up that importance that it has to go down this road and then turn left and then turn right. When you let that come more organically, then it's so much easier than forcing down the path that we thought we had to go down when really we didn't have to.
1: And that is so true. I I think that's been... One of the keys to, at first, I would say surviving this journey, but really thriving in this journey is having clear intention of what is it that I want to feel and to experience, but releasing the attachment to the exact how it has to happen, where it has to happen, when it has to happen. And, and one of the, the examples of this multiple times, was I had mapped out a route to travel around the country. And it was really based on seasons and weather. So I didn't want to be stuck in in Michigan during the winter and, and in Texas during the, the middle of summer. But as I was mapping out this route, there, there were certain destinations that I had planned on my calendar and I said, I'm going to be here on this date. And, and as the time got closer, so for example, I was in... Um, I think where was I was in Charlotte, North Carolina, and I was supposed to go to washington d c and i said I told my friends i said i 'm going to show up in d c next week and plans just started to fall apart. My friend I was going to stay with uh, some some scheduling things happened, and people I was going to meet and i instead of trying to force it because I had forced things a few times and I can share those moments where things didn't work out i I started to reflect, is this the joyful path is this you know, because I said I was going to be there, does not mean I necessarily need to be there now? And I I really thought for a while, it's like, no, this is not the joyful path. And I just happened to be on a call with a friend of mine who's in Miami. And she says, hey, why don't you come on down and hang out with, with us? And and I thought, wow, from Charlotte to Miami, that's like 14-hour drive. Detour in the opposite direction. But I thought, you know what? Every time I spend time with with my friend Annette and Eddie, I, it always brings me so much joy. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet and make that drive. So I drove all the way down, and Florida's got to be almost as long as driving across Texas here. Yeah. But if I finally get down to, to Miami that night, and it was around nine nine thirty, and we're having a late dinner together. And Annette, uh, my friend Annette, says, "So, what do you want to do in Miami?" And I said quite honestly, Annette, I had no plans on going to Florida at all on my, my journey here. But while I'm here, I heard that there's great Cuban food and culture. And so maybe we could go out and eat and, and listen to some music. And she says, great, let's plan that. And so we we're going to do that over the next course of the, the next few days. And so I'm sitting there in her office the, the next day and we're just brainstorming some business, and marketing ideas. And And she has a business where she uh, she creates travel itineraries for people to go to to Italy, to France, to Cuba, to all these different places. And I was asking her, I said, "Do you create any video content to help your guests uh, learn more about those destinations, get them excited, and all that?" And she's like, "No." And so we started thinking, well, how do we create these videos? And and her boyfriend, who was sitting next to us, his name is Eddie. He says, "You want to go to Cuba this weekend?" And I'm like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah." And so she hops online, checks flights, checks things. Next thing you know, an hour later, we're going to Cuba. And this is a Wednesday. So, so by Saturday, we're on a plane to Havana. We get there, and because she's connected to all these travel in uh, you know, organizations, we, we get the the most incredible experience. We're staying at this this private home, and we're we're in an RV going out to the uh, to the countryside, and and we're doc I'm documenting this whole journey, and it was amazing. And I get back, and I think, wow, if I had stuck to my path of going to DC and forcing it. This whole opportunity would never have happened. And, and it's about staying connected and clear to the intention of connection and joy and fun. you talk about, you know, freedom and 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 allowing these opportunities to happen. And then appreciating those opportunities too. And so that's, you know, that's just an example of the magic that continues to happen on this journey that I could never have imagined. It, sitting there in my apartment, should I go on this? Should I do this or not?
0: Yeah, how much would you have lost hmm. if you would have stayed in your apartment, brother?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I i mean, you're saying, mm-hmm, but I think it's immeasurable. Immeasurable, right? I mean, how could you even measure what you had lost if you would have made a different decision two years ago? Yeah. It's, uh... And for those of you that can't see him, he's just like staring at me because there's nothing to say. There's nothing you can say. Like it would be like tremendous loss, and even um, thinking about now, now you're focused even more on travel. Like so, the, it's interesting that this is a friend that was in the travel industry and working on that, and she and now you're putting even more of your life force towards this. So it's like even a double down. Not only did you follow the joy and enjoy. But that's kind of part of it. I think, you know, feelings, I have to bring this up again. I know you and I probably talked about this before, Yasmin, but for everyone to Hear this and people that have been listening to me for a while, they probably hear me say this a lot, but it's so true. Like I ignored my feelings. let's go back in time for you and I both. When we were workaholics, you know, you didn't take time to smell the roses. You didn't t- take time to say, Hey, how do I feel? That's why, like, then it would just come in loads. We just like feel like crap and we're like, Oh, where'd this come from? But you know what? It was happening every day, every hour, because we were just overlooking it because we we're just barreling through life. And and I think. These are the indicators that are telling us we're on the right path. When our heart and our mind can align, then the outward reality can become what we want. And and I think it's when we get too much in our head and we're so focused on our businesses or these things, we're we're sacrificing the feelings. Our heart are like screaming out and saying, "No, you, there, there's you know there's something else," or or we're not in alignment and. And then uh, then it becomes harder and harder, and it doesn't feel as good. so that's feelings, feelings, feelings. It comes back to that that when it feels when it's not feeling good, that's I look at it now. It's a mechanism inside of my body, just like the feelings. if I put my hand towards a hot grill or like a fire, you know we hope that our hand pulls away, and usually it does without us even knowing. just pulls away. we can't even it's a reflex. Right. And we have that same reflex for other things, like going the right direction but they're a little bit more subtle right like oh you could have decided to go to washington uh, to go to i think you said washington dc or you know to go up there and you could have forced that and then how much longer would it have taken for you to learn this lesson or to get deeper into travel and and what would have been lost but you listened you've learned this lesson you're like oh this isn't working out that well why not go a different path and physically geographically it was way off path But on a spiritual sense, it was exactly on path.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I realized that this is something that it's like any muscle that you have been practicing. And the practice was creating that space to really reflect and to notice and to to explore what that feeling is. Because it's so easy for us in life to have these, these negative, uncomfortable feelings, but we just keep pushing on and we just kind of brush them off and And by creating that space in our life that I was doing before and continue to do, it then raises that level of awareness that then allows us to then make a more conscious decision. It's
0: so huge, um I mean really, really big. I try to make mechanisms so that we can create some processes for those that are listening and one thing that I have to bring back up is that you created a practice that you went to the coast once a week. Did I hear that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you would take a day. Would it be, And so even if it was a weekend day or
1: did you take like a weekday off from no, work or how did you do it? This it was, it was always a Wednesday or Thursday and it was intentional because I knew that if I were to go on the weekend, then it would just be just another weekend. But if I took a day in the middle of the week where I said, I'm not working, it was a conscious decision to, and back then I called it practicing retirement, practicing what it was like to not sit there in a conference room, in a cubicle or whatever in front of my computer, like everybody else was and say, you know what? I am going to choose today as a day for myself. And regardless of what I need to do, and sometimes I needed to shift it things around, but it was always during the middle of the week because I knew if I practiced that, that that mindset would set in in terms of I am choosing freedom. I'm not abdicating to when but I'm choosing it now. And I'll work on the weekends. That's fine. I'll work on the weekends and then think to my head, I'm actually getting ahead. Nobody's working today. And then I'm going to take the day off. So it was like a little mental game that I was playing with myself. Right. But then
0: you started to slow down and find the space to reflect and and big, 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 notice the feelings. And I, I, uh, mine wasn't, Like exactly like you, I mean, obviously, none of our stories are exactly the same, pretty much ever. But it was meditation. So mine started in micro moments of meditating for five minutes, ten minutes, and then upwards like thirty minutes a day. Once I, I got into this ritual, and that mindfulness started letting me take more breaks, take more holidays. It just started to spread out because you started to notice the power that giving myself that breath, that space to notice my feelings, then aligned myself. Uh, more with my success that I have today, my the freedom and um, and so I think it's beautiful. You 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 created space for yourself on a weekly basis, and then that I, I really think if you weren't doing that, we wouldn't even be talking right now. Like so, I mean, yeah. it started there. So I think would you agree that that was kind of the starting point of it, all it, this?
1: It really is. That's the pattern interrupt. That was the waking up. Moment, right? Is is that that space is so important, and it's something that that I teach a lot. You know, I've I've had an opportunity on this journey to to share not only how how do I how do we have experience more joy in our lives, and and I remember when I was in Vancouver, Canada, about uh, a little over a year ago, just another another opportunity to travel here, and uh, and one of my my fellow classmates, we were in this this training class to learn how to lead tour groups. And this was part of the the connection to this community that that came about on this journey. And so my friend, her name was Sheila, and she happened to have a couple of lines on her wrist. And I, I approached her and I said, hey, Sheila, what are those two lines on your wrist? And she says, well, why don't you guess? And I said, is that an 11? She's like, no. I was like, is that an equal sign? She's like, no. I was like, well, what is it? So Sheila says, "That's my pause button." And I was like, "You're what?" She's like, "Your pause button. Anytime that life gets stressful or 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 I just need a moment, I just press my pause button." And I thought that was the most just mind blowing thing. I was like, "That's incredible! I want a pause button." And so I got to I got invited to speak at uh, one of the um, the largest travel and tour companies in Denver last summer. And I remember them asking me to come in and talk to their sales team because they they're about to start their their busy sales, you know, sales season and everybody was gonna be stressed out and, and feeling burnt out and overworked. And 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 so I wanted to come in and give them some ideas and some some tools and some strategies. And I thought, wow, I would love to give every single one of those people a pause button. But the child was, it's hard to find temporary tattoos, at least custom ones. Then I thought, you know, maybe what if I got some t- tattoo markers and I can just write on their arms? And I thought, you know, what people don't want you know, to be written on. And so that was when I just had a moment. and I thought, you know, those wristbands that we have, you know, yeah. like yours? Yeah, the guy went on to right. you. Yeah. I was like, what if I put a pause button on the wristband here and I can give it out? And that really is the like, the the key to creating that space that I learned from my trips and then I thought well you know there's more space on this so what if I added a joy button here that at mm-hmm. any point in time they would press pause create that space and then press joy to really reflect on what brings that richness that 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 fun that happiness that in my life and then press the play button which is It's, it's all about creating a practice, practice doing something that, that activates it joy. And by having these three buttons, having that pause, which was the, the catalyst, the key. Right. Um, this, you know, is, is a tool to remind us to, to create that space for that shift.
0: Wow, it's so beautiful, and it is right there on your wrist and and uh yellow, so it's Mm -hmm. like bright and right there. And um, to 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 remind ourselves, I mean, even that's the things that I choose to wear, even are Mm -hmm. about travel, like. You know, this comes from South America, and it has like it has five pieces of metal in here. Remind my family because there's five of us. I have three children, and my wife, and then mm-hmm. you know I'm wearing beads from Peru, and then I've got my New Zealand uh, green stone from that. And 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 you know, and I I wear these not to idolize them in any way. It's actually just to remind myself of the travel and the time of pause and mm-hmm. reflection. And how many things I've learned from those spaces and being with different people—it's all tied together in in what you're doing, brother. It's uh, it's 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 amazing, and and to speak to that, like this is, I think, where you're you're kind of putting more energy right now, um, right? Like almost planting a flag, right? In in this idea that you've spent uh the last 2 years with the joyful living project and traveling around and now you want to help other people travel as well is it with that how would you put it like as i know you're on you're extending the joyful living project in a, in a bigger way it feels like
1: now right yeah absolutely well my first my initial intention was to do an 18 month journey across america uh to meet people have conversations discover joy and 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 i've actually gotten an opportunity to kind of uh, to distill it down into a framework in a poem that I'd love to share with you in a little bit. But but, um, after that 18 months I, I really had to think about so what's next? And those 18 months ended at the end of 2019. So beginning this year I, I was trying to decide, well, what am I going to do? Am I going to continue my travels or am I going to settle down somewhere and work on something and do a deeper dive? And so I I made a commitment to start working with an incredible organization uh, that I had met around the exact same time I met you in the first month of my travels. Wow! And, and it's a, a school that's been around for 46 years now and they train these tour guides and tour leaders. And these are the people that if you've ever been on a vacation or been to any tourist destinations, these are the people that are telling you the stories and the richness and, and sharing with you the joy and the passion of, of all these different places and experiences. And so the school has been training them, uh, over 8,000 students over the last 40 plus years. And, and I got just unexpectedly Connected with them, uh, again, for my very first month. And, and what's interesting, and, and I'll, I'll come back to this. I'm going to go on a, a tangent for just a second, if that's okay. Yeah, go for is, it. Is, is, you know, you think about how do you meet people? And it's following the breadcrumbs of connection. And I can trace back 15 years when I first landed at Portland to how I got connected to this company. And, and, and so I think back when, when I first arrived in, in um in Portland my only person that I knew and the only reason I moved to Portland was my friend Amber and Amber introduced me to her friend Maria and Maria and I were at a networking event we met Tyler and Tyler and I partnered up to create these these uh dinner parties where we would connect and introduce people and that's how I met this guy named Courtney and Courtney introduced me to Terry and Terry had an event uh where uh um where I met um this girl that I dated named Holly, and Holly introduced me to Kathy, and Kathy introduced me to Steve, and Steve introduced me to Jeff, and Jeff introduced me to Shandy, who I had just met before I moved to uh, left Portland. And she said, "My fa, you should meet my father. He lives in Sausalito. He knows everybody." And so I called him up. He says, "Come over to my house, and I'm going to host a few people to have a conversation about joy." And that's how I met Ted and Joan, who were the founders of, of this school. And so you think about appreciating every single connection that goes back a decade and a half to get to this very point. It, it just blows my mind. But getting back to, to the travel, I uh, over the course of the last year and a half, I've continued to connect with their community and realize that these weren't just tour guides or people leading groups, but these are actually joy ambassadors. These are people that are sharing the beauty and the moments that, that when you are seeing uh, uh, the Grand Canyon for the very first time, you've saved your money to do this, or if you're a student and you're seeing the the Lincoln Memorial, I mean, these are moments of incredible joy and these people are right there that moment facilitating that. And, and I wanted to be a part of this community and I wanted to help. And so taking all the skills of marketing and business development, all these things that I've done before, um, you know, I've, I've been welcomed in as part of the family and it's such a gift to, to really be an act, you know, active in the organization and take a leadership role. And, and now, um, really helping reinvent, reimagine how the next, 10, 20, 30 years looks, because, you know, especially during our times where things are shifting the way that we do business and all that. Um, and, and like you, what you're doing with your business too. Uh, I feel like uh, part of my role now is to help this organization. And then, and, and then along with that, with these relationships and skills, create incredible transformational travel experiences for people and share that. So that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at. It's so.
0: Uh, beautiful. I mean, I'm, I'm with you 100%. And I I think for me, a part of me wants to say any travel is transformational, but then when you put the intention behind it, it gets even, it gets even greater. So it's such a, a beautiful thing. And it doesn't surprise me at all. Like after everything we're going, like, I'm like, yep, this is perfect for Yasmin. So it's like, you know, um, it's, uh, so wonderful. And thank you for even connecting all those dots. I, the, the famous saying that Steve Jobs said keeps going in my head is, as we keep talking about this. But he says, "The you cannot connect the dots looking forward, but only backwards. Only looking backwards, and that's uh, that's what's happening. You're looking at all these dots that connected to make this moment right now uh, plausible, um, it, it are beautiful. And and I'm just gonna, you know, you and I can talk about this for hours. But just in our time that we have, I'm curious. The you said you've over this course of this two years you found some framework for for joy is that did I hear that right maybe is that something yeah. that we can share in a few minutes yeah
1: yeah uh, I'd love I. I initially wrote it as a poem, but it, it it's really become the framework in which I teach now. Okay. And so I'm see if I can pull it pull this up if you give me one second here. No problem. I know I'm putting you
0: on the spot, but I think it's I think it's worth sharing. I mean, here we are two years later almost to hear your conclusions and the framework that came from this. And uh, fun. I put it as fun as one of our core values, mm-hmm. and I. Um, but it, the I always define words, you know. So if we have co- core values, I didn't want to just be a word and leave it there. Mm. But it is to uh, to live in joy, to to enjoy all that we do, and when we're not finding joy, that's an indicator for me that we're going down the wrong path. So this is something that I've found mm-hmm. I found, and that's why I so resonate with you, brother. Um, so so yeah, if you're
1: if you're ready, share. Let's hear it. Here we go. It starts off. Would you like more joy today? If so, don't hope for joy as joy is waiting for you. Don't search for joy, for joy will find you. Don't chase joy as joy will follow you. Joy is not what we lack. Joy is what we notice. Joy is not what we earn. Joy is what we practice. Joyful living is a daily practice of life in a way that invites joy into each moment. So practice gratitude, practice kindness, practice empathy, practice connection, practice movement, practice adventure, practice generosity, practice receiving, practice wonder, practice creativity, Practice vulnerability, practice forgiveness, practice rest, practice reflection, practice adversity, practice savoring, practice discovery, practice teaching, practice faith, practice loving, practice presence, and practice playfulness. Each time we practice, we remind ourselves of possibilities. These possibilities activate hope and remind us that no matter how stressful or challenging our day may be, we can have a moment of joy. And in each moment, we deposit joy into our hearts. So by the end of the day, we see that we've had a joyful day.
0: Wow, that's beautiful, brother. It's... um. That if you're okay with that, I'd like if you can send that to us. I'd like to include Mm -hmm. that in our show notes and and what we're putting putting out there when we uh, when we when we get this episode out to the world. And I think um, as you were reading that and all the practices, I could just imagine like different. uh, And this is where my imagination went, like different trips that you were on where that Mm -hmm. word became the word. I'm sure that there's Mm -hmm. a lesson in every one of those practices that you've uh, listed off there.
1: Absolutely. And each one of those has multiple stories that I've chronicled along the way on my social media and and which will all be compiled into a book as well too. And, and, And also part of this transformational travel experiences where let's say we go to a destination and we practice a number of those pieces
0: that's um i we're we're all uh rooting for you and uh here and you know for sure myself you know i think uh as this comes you know please uh keep us in the loop on all these areas because we'll be happy to promote your book when it comes out and and all the the things that you're doing because they mean so much to me and they're definitely part of my teaching i know that we find um find our joy through allowing ourselves to go in the path that we're meant to go on and that's why i think you're right you you don't have to chase it you don't have to you know fabricate these things it's actually always right there it it's it comes that word noticing is is the one i think if you start to notice where you're happy and you're not happy then that's the indicator of are you burning your hand off in the fire or <laughs> are you not you know and it, and i bring it to that extreme metaphor because i think it's so easy for us to 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 ignore that so man i lift all of what you're doing up high like you know just that you're spreading this the word that you have been doing for the last two years and i know you'll continue to do so i think you are uh bringing gifts to the world brother oh
1: thank you as are you as are we We're, yeah you know giovanni is what when-
0: it is the more of us doing this, the more we spread it. It's that ripple. And the more ripples we create on the water, then, you know, the more movement we have in in a, in a really good and positive direction. And so, um, you know, just, I would say just, and not that you wouldn't do it any other way, but I just have to say, keep being you, keep doing what you're doing. Um, just sending all kinds of encouragement your way, brother, because uh, oh. it's... It's so needed. Like, how many, you know, this is a great way to like wrap up this podcast. I mean, just, just to sort of all reflect for a moment how many people are like you and I were when we were just grinding away and, and they're not living. And, and that, you know, we know that really the reality is we all have choice and we just have to slow down enough, whether you do what I did where you take five, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, just this. Sit still and and bring a journal it would be recommended to write down what comes to your mind in that moment, or do what you did, which is awesome and uh, and I would encourage people to do this because it's even better is just to take a whole day and go somewhere um, to reflect what an amazing step to take in anyone's life and and look at what it's transformed in your life and my life. Um, just quite amazing i I guess uh, in closing, would there be anything you'd add to like that first step for you, do you think?
1: Yasmin? Well, I think going back to just creating that pause, creating some sort of practice, some mechanism, some whether it be an alarm that you set every you know, every five hours or whatever it is that wakes you up to be able to create that pause and saying, Hey, I'm gonna take the next five minutes, I'm gonna take the next five hours, I'm gonna take the next five days, whatever it is that wakes you up from your your patterns. And then take that opportunity to create that space, that pause. And in that pause, that's where you discover joy, you discover, uh, get, you get clarity, you get, you know, connection, whatever it is. But, but you've got to have that, that initial
0: space. That's. That's it brother the pause button I love it and I love that you brought it into a bracelet I love it and and if and if people folks want to follow you and follow the uh joyful living project how what's the best way to
1: find you and we'll put it in the show notes too sure. but what, what what what's the best way The best way is just the website joyfullivingproject.com and and that's where I have links to my social media posts and and uh, I'll be working on adding some more blog content here and there but uh but really that's, that's the best way to connect. Beautiful.
0: Thank you so much for uh, coming on the show. And, um, it's, it's been a pleasure.
1: Oh, Steve, it's been such a gift to, to join you and, and to be invited to, to connect with you and Giovanni and in your community. So thank you so much for that gift.
0: It's our pleasure, Yasmin. Thanks for sharing your stories. And, and everyone, uh, choose gratitude and create freedom, as we always say. And we look forward to hearing from you what was the biggest aha or takeaway from today's podcast, uh, sharing that on our social media. Um, I, I hope you got a lot of value out of this uh, today. And I will look to see you on our next episode. Thank you so much for listening thanks for listening to the more business more life podcast i hope you got value and if you did we have so many more things for you at stevenoplaton.com you'll be able to connect with us on social media we are active you can ask us questions and then on top of that i want to give you a really big gift And it truly is, we wanna give so much value. We have an offering, it's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to, and it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients, and we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenoplaton.com and grab that. You just gotta put in your information, we'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenoplaton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.